Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Now, before we continue, I'd like to apologize that we're going to make another one of these detours that we happen to do from time to time. Uh, We're going to be making a detour from um, the topics that we had scheduled to discuss. Now, the reason why I'm doing that is because I received a series of interesting phone calls um, yesterday um, or probably the day before. But anyway, the problem is, uh, or rather the issue is, I received some interesting phone calls. And I think that there are some lessons here that those of us in the event and wedding space can learn um, from these. Because the phone call that I received, uh, one was banking related, and it happened to be from, um, I think, Sterling Bank. I think they've created a holding company or something of the nature um, that uh, delves into non-interest banking or interest-free banking. But in my own case, whenever I hear those terms, I I just call it like it is, Islamic banking. I really don't think it's a problem, um... Uh, to call it Islamic banking. I mean, to call it what it is, because it is um, the whole idea of uh, interest-free banking, non-interest banking, and all of that, you know, um, derives from ethical principles that are related to um, Islam. So whatever problems it is that we may have or may not have with the religion, I think it's okay to call a spade a spade. And in my own opinion, I'm perfectly fine with that, and I'm willing to explore whatever benefits it may have for my business, um, if any, especially since um, interest-free banking isn't limited to people of certain faiths. So it would seem that even though it's uh, based on ethical principles that are derived from Islam, they have no problem with doing business with Christians or um, with atheists. So uh, the fellow called up. um, We had an interesting conversation. I definitely will be going into the bank to make some more inquiries about that, and I'll share my experience with you guys. Um, even though uh, the focus of this podcast is about um, personal selling and how we can use that to improve our businesses, if I learn any tips or tricks that have to do with um, financing, for instance, you know, I'm open to sharing those things with you guys. So if I do end up becoming a client of theirs and I see that they have products that are suited and suitable to wedding industry professionals, then by all means, I'm going to share it here on the podcast. And then the second call was from uh, someone from Delta State, I think, who wanted to supply charcoal for our other family business, which is Dove Agro Seeds, where we uh, are in the exporting business, We've done a lot of exporting um, charcoal, uh, but the long-term view actually is on producing and exporting uh, materials that we produce um, from home, um, soy, uh, shea butter, things like that. And um, for those of you who've been listening from the beginning, you remember that every time I say from home, I mean from Benue State or in the north-central axis of Nigeria. So I received those uh, calls from strangers And uh, they led to interesting uh, discussions. And I think that there are lessons that can be learned here from those of us in the wedding space. Because from my experience, hanging out with wedding folks in Lagos and Abuja, it looks like wedding uh, professionals are loath to call up strangers. And they're also scared of meeting strangers. You know, hence the reason why lots of people would rather not do wedding fairs and just throw all their baskets behind 
so I throw all the weight behind um, all the weight of their marketing behind um, uh, you know online processes so uh, Instagram ads uh, Google and uh, things of that nature so that's what we're going to explore the next uh, couple of days. I have about five or six lessons I think we can learn, some issues to explore. So we'll take a break from uh, the conversations that we've been having before now to just look into these uh, matters of uh, whether you should call strangers and how you should call them. So um, without further, without further uh, perambulating about, let's get straight into it. So now we're going to be looking on how to call strangers because remember these people the fellow who sources uh, commodities in delta state and the fellow from sterling bank who was calling me to discuss um interest-free uh, banking they were total strangers so we have never met before so now the first question is should you be calling strangers in the first place and i think yes we should the reason why you should be calling strangers is because sometimes you do run into someone who actually does need your product or who does need your service. And so that's the reason why our brothers and sisters in other professions, in banking or in agriculture, have no problem picking up the phone because they found my phone number in the directory and call up to see if I need the product or the service. So yes, indeed, you should be calling people because your product might be useful to them and uh, it might not. So the worst case scenario is that they don't need your service. And if they don't, then um, you just say thank you very much uh, for the call. You have a wonderful day. And then you move on to the next person on your list. So for the fellow who called for the non-interest, um, for the interest-free uh, banking, um, you know, he called me. It seemed like I was interested. We might be taking a step forward. We might not, you know. So, um I guess that is a mild case scenario. But anyway, the bottom line is you might find someone who is interested, you might not. If you find someone who is not interested, then thank you very much for the call and then you move on to the next person in your list. Now, some of you might say, and rightly so, uh, that I'm not going to spend all my time just calling people at random um, just to see if they, they might be planning a wedding or not. And that's where the whole thing about qualification comes in. Uh, this phrase that we've been using a lot on this podcast and that's about making sure that you're talking to the right people so whenever you before you make that call you look at your database and <clears throat> excuse me you want to make sure that the odds are stacked in your favor and so because of that you look at your database and you be sure that some of those people are qualified so um, you want to make sure that they may have done something before that might make it seem as if they are interested to hear from you. So in this case, for the people um, in the bank, the reason why they called me was because an associate of mine dropped my number as somebody who might be interested in these kinds of things. Of course, everyone who hangs around uh, with me, my friends, my family members, they know that I'm self-employed and um, it's just the nature of the game. I'm always looking for customers or I'm always looking for um, good financing terms so I can move the business forward. And so, if a friend or a family member drop my name on the list, the chances are I might be interested. And so that's why the fellow was confident in picking up the phone call, uh, sorry, picking up the phone and uh, giving me a call. And the same thing with the fellow uh, who called to supply agriculture, uh, agricultural produce. He found the videos that we put up on um, WhatsApp, sorry, not WhatsApp, uh, YouTube. And so the reasoning might be, if these fellows put up um, videos on YouTube, they might be looking for business. And if they might be looking for business and I'm a supplier, 
then by all means, I should call. So that's one of the things, uh, the principles uh, behind um, um, qualification. You want to make sure that the person has done something prior to show that he or she might be interested. So in your own case, um, let's say you're a wedding planner, you have a website, you have Instagram, you know, whatever. So if you're picking up the phone, just start making random calls. It might be people who have been liking your photos um, consistently over the last month or so. Let's say, for instance, you've been putting up posts and you've noticed, you know, certain names, five or six names, you know, they're always liking your posts, things like that. You know, they might make the list for you to just pick up, open the Instagram profile, see if the phone number is there, shoot them a call or shoot them a uh, DM, you know, to find out, you know, thank you for uh, checking my um, profiles. Uh, you know, do you happen to be looking for um, a wedding planner? Or something like that. I can't, you know, I'm thinking on my feet, so I, I can't come up with a very good script for that kind of situation right now. But bottom line is, you can look, see that these people have raised their hands, come up with a script, and then call. What's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is, oh no, I was just looking, I like your style, I like the inspiration. And then you say, oh, okay, in that case, uh, thank you very much for accepting my call. I hope you find more inspiring content on my profile. Um, reach out if you need a wedding planner in the future. And then you leave it at that. The best case scenario is that I say, oh yes, actually I'm planning a wedding, but it's still in nine months time. That's the reason why I didn't say anything, blah, blah, blah. And then you can lead in with, oh, that's okay. Nine months actually is the best time for you to start planning a wedding and you start the conversation. So you can see that it's not an absolute waste of time. You just need to make sure that the people are properly um, uh, qualified. So that's it. Should you call strangers? Yes, because your product or service might be useful to them in this particular situation. The best case scenario is that you find someone who says, oh yes, um, I actually am looking, I'm ready to move along. The worst case scenario is that they don't need your product or service. And then the mild case scenario is that you might generate some interest, or at the very least, you might generate some awareness about what it is that you, um, what it is that you do, your services or whatever it is that you sell. Either way, it is a good idea to call up total strangers. Just make sure that you have done some work beforehand to pre-qualify them. We want to be sure that they are qualified people to talk to. We want to be sure that they have done something in the past that has indicated that this person might be interested in what it is that I offer. So long as you do that, you shouldn't run into too much problems. Now, it is scary to talk to total strangers, but remember, what is the worst that can happen? There is nobody in the history of business, whether in America or in Nigeria or the United Kingdom or Kenya or wherever you are, that has been shot because you called up a total stranger. It hasn't happened. Nobody has said, how dare you interrupt me? And then they go to your business premises and then they shoot you in the head. That has not happened. And I doubt that that's going to happen anytime soon. So what's the worst case scenario? Nothing. You might just find out that the person isn't interested. You know, the person won't die and you are not going to die. But the best case scenario is you might end up doing some business and put a little profit uh, in your bank account. It doesn't matter how little the profit is, whether it's 10K or 50K or 100K or, or 200K, you know. But bottom line, even if it's only 5K profit, you know, 5K is better than nothing, especially if you come across this opportunity cheaply from just making a few phone calls. So, um, yeah, I think we'll leave it here today and in the future we'll look at whether you should freestyle during these phone calls, the kind of frameworks, 
or scripts that you should have, um, whether you should identify yourself, how you should identify yourself, um, how you should follow through on uh, commitments and action plans and uh, things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll just leave it at that for today. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I really appreciate it. And I'll do my best to keep giving you guys um, lots of value on these recordings. And rest assured, if you were enjoying the previous um, narrative arc that we were going through on uh, on uh, simple sales, um, simple sales situations, complex sales situations, and um, what have you, we're going to return to that as soon as we're done with this uh, current detour on how to call strangers and whether you as a wedding and event industry professionals should be calling strangers in the first place. So thank you very much and you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Or if you do happen to be coming to uh, the end of the day, whenever you're listening to this, then have a wonderful night. And uh, let's all wake up bright and cherry to get at it again tomorrow. <laughs>